You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. Now, David, I'm no naturalist. I'm no David Attenborough, but it seems to me that the bears are emerging from the woods a little bit early. It's still the middle of winter. What's going on here? Have you seen the markets today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I, I, I mean, this is just uh, um, one issue building on another. You know, just having having dealt with uh, the sell-off in equity, suddenly now we have a geopolitical situation that is emerging. You know, that could turn ugly and no one's quite sure how to how to interpret it and where this is going. And what it will mean, you know, if Russia decides to to cut off supplies of gas to Europe, if if America decides to impose sanctions, you know, if there is any kind of invasion. And this is all Putin going back to 1989 and seething because, you know, he lost uh, the USSR and he wants to rebuild it yeah. or re, at least regain his popularity or control in that region. He, he certainly doesn't want to forfeit it to the West. So it's very, very ugly. And on top of that, you've got uh, this complete muddle around the Fed, you know, what they're going to do. I mean, for each for each person you speak to, there are three different views. You know, if this, then that, and this and that. You know, no one knows quite where this is all going. So you can understand why why investors are, are confused. And I think the traders are, are, are smelling blood. You know, when I say they're smelling blood, they can smell weakness. And that's all you have to do is leave a gap open for traders to come in. And uh, they take full advantage of it. So just, you've got to let it go. Yeah. What's the Russian minister's, uh, foreign minister's name? Anthony Blinken was talking to on Friday. Uh, I don't know. It ends Look in OV, I know that, and I don't want yeah, to be disrespectful. I'll find it. Look it up on Google. But let's, see, let, let, let's mm. say that you're sitting down in Switzerland, Anthony Blinken mm. and your counterpart, the chap whose name I'll get in a moment. And he, he, he's sitting there, the Russian is trying to justify what's going on. If you're Anthony Blinken, you say, okay, uh, nice to meet you. Why have you got yeah. 110,000 troops on the border? Mm-hmm. Is this an exercise? Because mm-hmm. we're looking at the uh, satellite images and they're all just sitting there. Yeah. They're, they're not exercising. And maybe a couple will uh, ride. There's been some publicity sh- shots of them uh, riding along, going over trees and burning bridges yeah. and things. Like that. It's a lot of nonsense. Surely that's the most obvious question. Why are you there? And then the other thing is that they, it was a very frosty meeting they had on Friday in Geneva. And now they're withdrawing their, their diplomats. Britain has, has said they have evidence mm. that there's mm. a puppet government about to be installed, uh, and they're moving all their diplomats out. Mm. The first thing that you do is you, you get your people out of the country because you know what's mm. going to go on. It's surely, I mean, unless this is a big game of chicken and see who, who, who blinks first, this looks like there's going to be an invasion, David. What? It looks like, sure. You know, you don't know. You're not dealing with a rational man. No. He's, he's also losing his popularity there uh, in Russia. So I don't know whether this is an act to regain uh, his authoritarianism or, or his, his control. You don't know. You know it's, uh, uh, you're not playing with rational people. In an authoritarian government, there is no democracy. So um, what, you know, if you protest, I mean, the next thing you do is you vanish. So I, it, it, it is. It's uh, it's difficult for us to understand what the story, you know, what this is all about. And uh, they will come back and say, well, you don't really understand 
um, Eastern, what you know, what, what would that be? Uh, um, Russian politics or the, or that area's politics. Mm-hmm. You know, these are our people. Look, there are a lot of Russians that still live in Ukraine. I mean, that goes back to the USSR. Yes. You know, to that period. And, uh, you know, that's what they said about uh, Crimea, you know, that uh, they wanted the Russians to annex it. You know, they didn't want to be part of, of um, you know, of the Ukraine. So I, I, I don't understand it. You know, I don't understand the, the politics, but it's ugly. And I don't know whether America is strong enough to, to threaten them or to do anything. What's America going to send troops in? At the end, Russia will – Russia is not a great economy. You know, it's not a strong economy. I think it, it, it's for the size, geographic size, it's actually a very small economy. I don't think it's more than a couple of percent of the global economy. So um, I don't know whether they can afford um, invasion or sanctions or anything like that. I don't know. Especially if the um, oil price doesn't stay as elevated as it is. Mm. I mean, obviously, they've got a bit of a stranglehold in Europe with the natural gas um, mm. price and supply. But uh, crude oil at 85 to $90 a barrel, thank you very much. Russia's a big producer, mm. so that's sort of propping it up. But if that comes back again, then yeah, as you quite rightly say, they might be in a, in a little bit of a problem, especially if what they're doing in the Ukraine precipitates some sort of economic crisis, albeit mm. short term, mm. and then the Fed steps yeah. in again and that's, cuts the rate that it's, that it's just hey? raised. Yeah, they can just do that's it. That's very interesting because, you know, my, my first thought is, listen, if you're the Fed, and you're faced with this, the last thing you want to do is, is, is create more problems. Exactly. You know, not, I mean, I, you know, what do you want to do? You want to kill your economy because people are already desperate. They're already touchy. And you want to make them more touchy and say, no, we're interested in, sorry, don't worry about invasion or don't worry about any war. The fact that we might be sending troops, we're just worried about inflation. You know, so, who are you? you know, what's in your mind? So I, I, I think this is becoming a very difficult situation to understand and to, to play through. And I think the Fed must have an enormous dilemma uh, against these rising risks. Uh, so, you've, you, you know, you've got the risk of inflation and you've also got these geopolitical risks. So they can't just ignore it. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think they, they're uh, only uh, inflation technicians. I think there's more to what they do. So uh, it, I, I just sit here and say, I don't, just let it run. No, but it's there's an interesting, you, you know, mm. nobody knows. As you always say, mm-hmm. Lindsay, nobody knows. And of course not. But it's, mm-hmm. it's our job to speculate. It's our job mm-hmm. to put forward mm-hmm. various mm-hmm. scenarios. And I think mm-hmm. one of the scenarios is that if, now we've got the NASDAQ and the S&P both in a, a technical correction mode, down 10%, mm-hmm. I think, if you look at uh, uh, the prevailing mm-hmm. prices. If then Russia does invade the Ukraine, there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction. People are just going to yeah. get are going to whack. The short-term traders are going to whack yeah. every stock, yeah. and we might be down twenty percent uh, from yeah. from from higher to low. Yeah. At twenty percent down, does the Fed say, "Well, you know, our main um, our main problem is uh, that we we are the custodian <laughs> of inflation in the U.S. dollar, so we're going to raise yeah. rates fifty basis points." Are you kidding? No, of course, they're mad? not going to. Of course, never. No. Yeah. Not at all against that kind of background where the, where the, you know, where the country is gripped with fear. The last thing you want to do is, is, is create more problems. Look, they have worked tirelessly to get out of this pandemic. 
I mean, it's been it's been very very tough, and they've tried to negotiate their way with all you know their way with all these emergency programs and that. The last thing they want to do now, where they're getting people back to work, is is cause a recession. You know, and a recession is not going to be only caused by raising rates. It's going to be caused by 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 low confidence, by businesses not expanding because. Um, you know, because of the war and because of the consequences of some political standoff. So uh, it is, you know, that that is, a, it's a very, remember Iraq, I mean, just remember those kind of the problems we had there. If you cast your mind back to, to the turn of the century, uh, we had long-term capital investment, we had the, we had the internet bubble, and then we had the Iraqi war. And, you know, that certainly didn't inspire confidence. And then we came on straight out of that into the uh, uh, subprime crisis. So I don't think you want to go through uh, what was a very difficult number of years again. And I think they'll play it a lot more carefully than, than and especially if in times of issues, uh, you know, oil prices start to go up, etc. cetera. Um, I think you've got to be very careful. I, I, I would hate to be the Fed. You know, I would hate to be Powell at this stage and say, okay, you know, he's got to be very careful how he puts this across. Yeah, I think what he has I to mean, do... I mean, look he, at the CAC. The, the, the European markets have been absolutely slaughtered. Yes, I know. You know? He's, he, yeah, laughing nervously. You know, you, you watch these things. I, 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 I'm just going through... I'm just going through uh, something I have to present tomorrow and something next week. Yeah. And you know, Lindsay, this is when we make the biggest mistakes. We make our biggest investment mistakes in these periods because I always say we look for financial heaven, you know, and we look for the first uh, evangelist that comes our way, you know, and starts preaching to us, this is what you've got to do. And what do we do? We go forfeit this, you know, for absolution. I don't know. This is, I'm Jewish, but I don't know what absolution is. What's it, Catholic or whatever it is, you know. You look for, You're asking you me. You look for redemption, you know, you look for redemption. And you do silly things, you know, and, and you've got to let this pass. You're not uh, – um, I found that in these periods, give it a bit of time, markets always uh, pick up, you know, always recover. And uh, there's some incredible, you know, some phenomenal stats that you take out about the equity market. You know, equity is not high risk. It's actually the lowest risk of all. So what do we do in these times? We dump our equities and we run into cash. And we never come back in again because once once you're out, you know, you find that you come in again at a much higher price and you forfeited, you know, where you were. So I get I get very nervous in these kind of times where it's choppy to try and, uh, you know, think through a strategy. I, I, I spoke to um, France de Klerk. You know him from, from yeah. uh, Business Day mm. TV. Uh, you've met mm. him. He's a really, really good chap. He lives in the Karoo. Yeah. He lives in the Karoo. Uh, what I like about him, apart from the fact he's very enigmatic and he's really good fun, um, is that he makes his living out of trading. He's one of those people. Yeah. It's, it's not as if he's, he's got this vast uh, portfolio elsewhere that's mm. doing stuff. I mean, he may have. I don't know. But I don't think so. He makes his money out of trading. And they, they live in this village, yeah. and he's got a couple of properties there, and he's got a coffee shop and all that sort of thing. But he, he, he just said to me um, in a, my previous interview, he says, 
Lindsay, the trend has been broken. It was very simple. Mm. It was very, it, mm. he, he, he doesn't. Mm. He doesn't. He hasn't been calling a, a big bear market or a doomsday up until mm. now. But he says, Lindsay, the trend has mm. been broken. Mm. And off air, he said a few things to me which uh, I, he didn't want me to, to put out, so I won't. But. Um, mm. It it doesn't doesn't look pretty. It, it, there's going to be a bounce back in the short term, David, because we yeah. had a horrible week last week, mm. and today mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't mind betting that um, the, the vacuum will be created and maybe the market will bounce from here uh, in, it, it, in the yeah. US. But mm. uh, it's certainly mm. Lindsay. Yeah, you know, you know, there's one point, and I think Wayne brings it up quite often. Yeah, and he's correct. I always I say it in a different way. We've come out of – we haven't come out of a health crisis uh, – sorry, a financial crisis. We've come out of a health crisis. Yes. So, so businesses are not under stress. They're not under stress like we've seen in other, in other times. You know, in the, in the internet bubble, companies weren't making any money. So, yes, they deserve to be cracked. Um, and, and in the subprime crisis, um, um, companies were geared to the hilt. Individuals would get. They haven't. They've got money. And if you look at so many of the big tech companies, they're making huge amounts of money. And, and they're not under any kind of financial stress at all. So there's no pressure on them to get out. You know, there's no pressure on them to do anything and, and offload assets or do anything, you know, like we saw Sassel or Aspen or those kind of businesses. And nor are individuals in that kind of position at all. So you know, this is this is a very big. This is a trading. You know, in my view, this is nothing more tra- than, than than a trading situation. So you're not going to need to after this. Yes, you need to get confidence back, but you're not going to need to pump billions back into the market. Uh, maybe liquidity for the traders to buy up there, but but I, you, you don't feel the same kind of stress that we did before. And the results that are coming out are okay. There's nothing wrong with the with the corporate results that we're seeing. They're warning of a little bit of inflation and margin pressure because wages are going up, but they're certainly not in lost situation or 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 doing badly. So, just just that's one of the stabilizing effects, you know, that 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 we have to uh, we have to look at. So, you know, I, I look at it. I say, okay, well, what must I do? You know, they they're knocking the market. There are traders there who are relishing it. The, the France de Klerks of this world, and bless him, if he's going to make a short term because that's how he makes, that's fine. Yes. You know, he can make money. I don't mind. And he'll make money on buying it back somewhere else, you know, when it, when it stabilizes. Those are traders. Look mm. at this. Look at the market today, for example, a day trader's dream if you're on the right side of it. Yep. This morning at yep. um, 7 o'clock, uh, S&P futures yeah. were up two-thirds of a percent. So I think people went into Friday. Yep. They said, okay, it was a mm. bad week last week. We're going to get a mm. bounce back because it's oversold. Russia hasn't invaded yet. Uh, we all know about inflation. Uh, it's, it's already in the market, so let's buy it. So they bought it, up two-thirds of a percent. Mm. Got to 44.27. Mm. Look at it now. 43.14, down 1.7%. Mm. That's a big swing from up two-thirds yeah. Yeah. to down one and three well, quarters. It's massive. Well, they hadn't woken up to Blinken's warnings for the Americans to American diplomats get, to get out, out of the country Kiev. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they wake up and it starts to spread. They've gone to sleep with things are okay. But uh, I, I, I think the fact that Blinken has given warnings – 
is is a, is a mess of caution to the market. I saw the atmosphere so, and the interchanges mm, between Sergey Lavrov, that's the um, the Russian Lavrov, foreign minister, yeah, Lavrov, Lavrov, yeah, Lavrov yeah, yeah. yeah, and Blinken, and they they didn't have a joint conference together. They had uh, separate reactions to what each of them had said in the, the meeting and their individual press conferences. And I said, this this doesn't look good at all. No. They don't like each other. They, and, no. and and Lavrov kept on going on about. Um, colonial times you know the colonization the west thinks it can do this and, and do that and yet when we do it we we get pilloried by everybody and i, I, I could just almost see that putin was there as the puppet mm. master saying right say this now you've got to say this. Mm. it looked mm. it, it doesn't look great i i, I, I think it'll it'll, it'll blow the over the other thing but, is america's hmm. weak america is is weak at the moment it's not a it's not it hasn't been for some time a country that you're going to shudder in your boots when they say something. You know, um, do you really get threatened when Mr. Biden comes? <laughs> so I don't – and also they never project uh, a unified voice. You know, I mean, the, it, the, the politics in America is toxic. You know, I can't think of any other word to, to describe it. No, it's a good description. So, yeah, so, they, you know, they, they've weakened themselves – in the in in life, I mean, Xi Jinping is the same thing. They laugh at America. Um, Putin laughs at America, and um, and and you know, so America's got to do something to to actually regain its its view that it is a world leader or something. I don't think it comes across when you see what's happening there. You know, when you when you look at the politics there. So, do you really shudder <laughs> when America talks? No. no. Not at all. Not even close. You know? I mean, <laughs> even North Korea sends off rockets all the time. You know? I don't know whether this brings back Trump, you know, something like this. But I, you know, Lindsay, I think I mentioned that the other day. One of the biggest risks is is that is the midterm elections. You know, if if they're not going to make it, I mean, if they get bullied now, America, believe me, they lose Congress, they lose the Senate, and Carrot Top makes a comeback. Or, or he's uh, a clone, whatever it is. No, he'll be he'll be back. We know that. Uh, yeah, top top yeah. 40's down three percent. All shares down nearly three percent. The resources uh, yeah, are down yeah. three point yeah. seven three point seven percent. Industrials two and three quarters. It's a horrible day, but I do get the feeling that it's it, it's it's a little bit overdone until something until something happens. So I wouldn't get too despondent. But it's 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 great fun to watch the screen all over the place. Tell me about Bitcoin, uh, David, because and I'll, I'll tell you the story. There's a, there's a chap, very nice chap, that contacted me via LinkedIn and said, look. Um, I'm, I've got this platform and, and I'm promoting cryptos and everything. And can I come on your show? So I, I thought about it. It was just before Christmas and I, it sort of got lost in my messages that I hadn't got back to people. And um, I, I thought about it and I thought, no, I, I don't want to promote something that I don't mm -hmm. believe in. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. there's two sides yeah. to every yeah. argument, but I fundamentally don't believe in cryptocurrencies at the moment. And I think there's too much of an aura of dodginess or I don't know it's it's, mm. it's it just seems to be attracting the wrong type of person and while I, mm. I don't mind getting it explained to me because I'm ignorant but on the other hand I had a feeling that something was going on and here we are we, we, we've halved in price I must get mm. back to the fellow and apologize but you, do you know what I mean I, I it's, it's not yeah. that I, I'm having a go at him yeah. it's just that the whole asset class so-called is not something that sits I, well with me 
no. I, I, you know what? You know, you know who I despise. Hmm. First of all, number one, I've, I've always, I've, I've never tried to get involved in the argument simply because I don't know enough about it. But I've always told the people that have attacked me, you know, whenever you go on a show, I've always, for some reason, I've always had to defend or 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 argue against. I said, I don't know anything about them. To be honest, I don't mm. care. Yeah. I said, the only thing that concerns me is that the market is unregulated. And I don't want to go into a market where I buy something and I can't guarantee that the seller will deliver it. Yes. Um, as as in the stock exchange, I said when it's a regulated market, you know, I'd have a look and see if there's any benefit to clients and that. And that that was always my stand, you know, uh, uh, against crypto. The problem, what I don't like, and and this is where I despise some of the big investment houses in the U.S. because they're they're all commission driven. You know, if you look at if you look at them, they make the money from trading. Yeah. So as soon as they smell a market, you know, that could be a market in chicken poo. They would still make a market in it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, there are people who need chicken poo or whatever it is. And I say sometimes you've got to have a certain morality. You know, you've got to you've got to understand what it is. And by doing so, they attract all the wrong kinds of trade. You know, you know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's it's they make they almost legitimize it. You know this. This bank, and I won't name them individually, but they start to promote it on their desks. Yes, we're going into cryptocurrency. Yes, this and that. And, and, and by doing that, you kind of almost legitimize it at a time where it hasn't been regulated, where people don't know enough about it. And then this happens. And then you slither out, you know, you slink out. And now, well, we weren't this or whatever it is. So I, 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 I just, you know, it's going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. And it happened. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's happened. And it hasn't held up in the same way that everybody said it would as a, as a protection against this kind of, uh, you know, the kind of falls that we've seen in markets. It hasn't held up. Well, what is, what is anyway. a little bit upsetting is that people get conned into it through seductive yeah. advertising and marketing, and they exactly. don't know what they're doing. They're buying it because mm. a Joe, their next door neighbor, has just made mm. enough money to, mm. to take his family on holiday with his cryptocurrency yeah. profits, and they get sucked in, and they don't know what they're doing. It's, it's like mm. anything. When there's money around, David, it attracts the wrong sort of people. And yeah. this is, a, this yeah. is a, it, it, it's an analogy. It may be an inappropriate analogy, but in the U.K., uh, during lockdowns, people started buying dogs. They started buying dogs yeah. because either they were living alone or they didn't have ch Anyway, it was because of they wanted companionship. So the price of pedigree dogs went shooting up. You're paying five to ten thousand pounds now for a, a, a really decent uh, dog, but even yeah. um, even something you know with less of a pedigree line is going for two, three thousand quid. Then the organised criminal gangs came in, and they started dog napping them. And it's it's a huge thing. I saw a horrible program about it uh, on the, on the BBC the other day, and it's it's that where there's money, they don't care what it is, as you called it. Um, just, what did yeah. you call it? Chicken poop, chicken poop, yeah. pedigree dogs, Bitcoin, all yeah. part of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, anyway, it's uh, I'm not gloating, and I'm I'm certainly not because I I don't like it when when innocent people just lose the money, and you know what happens? It's young kids. Mm. Um, if I, if, if, if I, you know, if I know the people who contacted me, who used to take me on in seminars, they were kids, yeah. you know, they were all young people and they, the ones who've been promoting it and, uh, oh, they're all 
say, oh, no, I'm still fine. You know, I was an original person. I bought the Bitcoin at 10,000, now 30. I'm still well up. That's not true. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, the, you know what I mean? It's not true. The vast number of people bought them at the much higher levels because they thought this was the, the, the easy way to riches, you know. And they've taken savings and gone and bought them. Now you don't hear anything. You don't hear anybody. Or, you know, it, and, and things are tough, Lindsay. I, I, I was just out for lunch yesterday. And yeah. the lady that I was there was telling me about some very fancy homes now that are being leased and people moving out simply because they can't afford the rent and, and so on. And, um, it, you know, things, it's, things are still tough around here. And the last thing you want to do is go and take a speculate, you know, go and speculate on something that you know nothing about. Ah, anyway. Anyway. Uh, football over we the week. We through these. Yes, we do. It's <laughs> we going to be very interesting. Just, just for the record, I think things are a little bit oversold and uh, we may get yeah, a bounce back yeah. in the very, very short term. Uh, but the... Uh, Commodities the... have come down, Lindsay, as well. Hey? So there's been no... Nothing's been... You know, nothing's been saved or nothing's been safe in this. I just looked at the nickel price down about 6 or 7%, which it has. And all those commodities that were being pushed up have suddenly gone the other way. Whether there's speculation around them or whatever it is, I'm not sure. But uh, uh, even, even I, not I had an argument, you know, the other day when I was talking about the weakness in, in markets. You know, one of the chaps who works for us said, Oh, but look, you know, our market has held. It's not all. Mar- I said, just be careful because, believe me, you know, when America goes down, eventually everything goes down. And you know, we've seen a massive turnaround, as you mentioned earlier, in our market. You know, where the chart, if I look at it, it's gone from the top left to the bottom right, like a ski slope. Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, football, David. Just very well, briefly. Well, you just have to depress me. Uh, Man United score in the last 20 seconds. Oh, Arsenal oh, can't get a goal in. And anyway, but Spurs went down third time in a row to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I prefer Spurs uh, to Chelsea, I, I must say, although yeah, neither of them. But anyway, and, uh, and Man City, fair player. They 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 didn't win. Liverpool looks incredibly impressive. Um, mm, and uh, maybe, mm, there's a, maybe there's a, maybe there's maybe uh, there's a little bit uh, left in this in this in, in this race. Yeah, yeah. We never yeah, know. Yeah. Anyway, good luck with your uh, conference tomorrow. We won't be seeing you tomorrow evening Thank for you. the five o'clock shadow, but uh, we'll be back um, together on Thursday. That's David Shapiro Thursday. from Sassfin Securities, and that was Shapiro World. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.